Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Senators lead the Maple Leafs 4-2 early in the third. Also in the third, Islanders up 2-0 on the Wings. Kings leading the Panthers 3-2. Hurricanes leading the Sharks 2-1. Rangers up 2-1 on the Golden Knights. Late in the first period, Dallas up 1-0 on the Devils. At 8 o'clock, Calgary at Seattle, Blue Jackets at Canucks. Tomorrow, right here on 6.30, Chet, Oilers' final game before the bye week and the All-Star break. They're home to Chicago. We just had Ben Pope from the Chicago Sun-Times on the show. Hawks doing better lately, though they're still last in the West. 6.30 for the face-off show. Puck will drop at 8. I got to say thank you, Inside Sports listeners. You guys are a quirky bunch but you're all lovable and you're all generous. Uh, $25,751.12 donated over the last hour for the 24th Annual Chorus Radiothon. Final hour. You guys rallied. I wanted somebody to donate $0.12 or something with $0.12 at the end because the uh, 6 o'clock total had $0.88 at the end. Well, I guess a couple people must have donated 12 cents, so it probably probably got to an even number and then got up over 12. That's okay. Thank you so much. Um, I'm privileged to do the show and to be here at the Stollery and to talk to the uh, amazing kids, Braden and Ryder, and uh, their respective mothers in, in the last hour and their amazing stories of perseverance and optimism and, and thank you for contributing to that because as you know this is a world-class facility and uh, it helps so many kids and so many families so thank you so much uh, again stollerykids.com i mean you don't just have to donate today if you want to help so uh, keep the staller in your mind and in your heart as, as i know you always do thank you so much uh, for all the donations over the last two days and specifically everybody that said uh, you know what during Inside Sports. We're going to donate during that hour. I really appreciate it. Okay, so the Oil Kings game, by the way, uh, you may have heard it in the uh, sportscast as well. It uh, was pushed back to 7.30 tonight because of road conditions for the Hitman coming up from Calgary, but it, uh, it is a go to be played at 7.30 this evening. I am pleased to welcome back to the show. I always love talking to this gentleman because... He can go down a variety of different avenues with him, but uh, he did just get a six-year contract extension as c- the commissioner of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. It is Mike Morreale checking in tonight. Mike, you're on with Reed. How's life? I'm doing pretty well, Reed. Thank you. How's everything over there? Well, uh, things are great, and thanks for hanging on the line, but I wanted to update the total from from, uh, from the Stollery. Um, you know, uh, you're obviously, you grew up in eastern Canada. I, I know there's so many great uh, children hospital, children's hospitals across the country, but we're rallying around the Stollery uh, today. When you, uh, when you played, 
because of course you were in the Canadian Football League. Some members of the Oilers dropped by today, and I should say, Mike, that was not a team uh, initiative. They came on their own. They, they, they nice. came on their own to check things out and, and visit some kids. When you when you were a player, and you, I know you don't want to toot your own horn because a lot of guys will just do things and not publicize it. But how much did you do, you know, as a CFL player to try to connect with, you know, kids or families that were maybe going through a tough time? Oh, quite a bit. And I really got, you know, I had some good mentors in, in Pinball Clemens when I was in Toronto and in Danny McManus in Hamilton. I mean, they led by example. Uh, Danny was a stalwart at the Mac Children's Hospital and, and got the rest of us engaged. And, uh, you know, we just, you know, showed up trying to put a smile on someone's face. And, and it turns out that you end up leaving with the biggest smile. You know, it was it was a really great experience, one that I'm very grateful for. And uh, in in my career, I was happy to to raise quite a, quite a bit of money um, for the hospital with my Morielli macaroni campaign. That's a long time ago now, but uh, you know, sold all those boxes, raised money for Mac uh, Mac Children's Hospital. So, hearing those stories about the stallery and what you have raised is, is fantastic. Congratulations. So, sorry, what did you do with the macaroni? This sounds too good to pass up a story. Oh, here. yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that was back in uh, 1999, just coming up, 1998. Uh, I had a good season, was named Top Canadian, and uh, got approached to, to make my own Morielli macaroni. So instead of Kraft Dinner, it was Morielli macaroni. And it was at around the same time there was Flutie Flakes and, and all that stuff. So it was, a, it was a neat little thing, but all the proceeds went to the Mac uh, Children's hospital and uh it, it was a it was a fun time uh, back long ago now yeah well oh, thanks for sharing that uh for sure uh mike morialli joining us tonight on Insports, inside sports we'll jump ahead to the present day um you got a, a a really great extension here from the canadian elite basketball league uh six-year extension or it'll run beyond the 2028 season i mean you you've made an interesting transition post playing career into uh into what you've been yeah. doing uh, how thrilled are you to, to have this long-term commitment with the cebl well, it, it just, it, I'm very thrilled. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy going to work every day and working with the people that I do. And, um, you know, this is a sign that, uh, you know, we still have some work to do. And uh, and the ownership group and, you know, how we've the, everything has grown and changed and adding new pieces uh, obviously uh, have confidence in me to continue to go. And, and, and that's really, uh, that's great. That just lights more fuel under the fire. And we got a lot of th- great things on the horizon. So, uh, I'm excited about it, and I hope it doesn't end there. I hope it continues to go well and beyond. But um, yeah, the uh, we're we're excited about getting going again. All right. So I had Reed Clark on the show a few days ago, the president of our team here, the Stingers, um, and they're excited that you know Calgary's in the league because now we can have a battle of Alberta. But mm-hmm. but how important was it to bring uh, our our sisters to the south <laughs> into the CEBL? It was always a target market of ours, and you know we we spent this off season or just getting into this off season looking at the landscape of, of kind of who we are and where we wanted to go and what we recognized from our you know first four years of playing, and, and that was that we were doing better in in our larger markets, and um, there's a lot of people that wanted us to go to certain key markets, and we were trying them out uh, with other events in our off season, and, and Calgary was one that we knew we need to get to, and I also knew that. At the same time, I was working on on something in Winnipeg, and and so it was just a matter of okay, 
getting to that conference model that we we want to do uh which allows you know less cross-country travel and more opportunities for for the guys to to rest or to add more games in the future so calgary and winnipeg were really important piece uh, of that so we 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 made some some magic happen and um and that's where we ended up and we did some other stuff in the east to round out uh the the conference there with you know upcoming uh, renovations at in hamilton and having to move to brampton and and so we feel really comfortable where we are right now. Okay, so here's my question. And, I, and Mike, I know you may roll your eyes when I ask you this because sometimes I get ahead of myself. But you've gone from 6 to 10 in, what, five years in terms of number of teams? Very yeah. good growth. You survived the... You know, you you survived the pandemic. You still crowned a champion, had games and all that kind of stuff. Is is this a good number for the league right now, or is there a target you're shooting for where you still would like to expand, maybe in the near future? I think we we would like to expand, and there are some some places we will get to sooner than later. Um, I, I've always said if we can get to that. 14 to 16 number I think we get into all the markets uh, that we want and, and probably in a, in a three conference system if if done properly and spread out you know from the west central and east so that's still part of the plan and, and growing now you know smartly and if we add one in the east or make sure we complement with one in the west soon after to kind of keep the you know as not as lopsided year after year so these are the things we're thinking about now but there's definite interest to get to those numbers um you know we'll play again with 10 this year i'll be at a couple you know new locations and the conference model is going to allow us to really analyze this and where we can go from here okay um as i've said numerous times um I think it's a great quality of basketball. You know, I've seen the Stingers play in person. I've watched them on TV with the championships. It's great pace. You got the unique uh, ending with the target score set when there's four minutes left. Uh, and I, when, when people go, they they enjoy it. But uh, I mean, hey, you're the commissioner. You always want poor people watching in person and through media. Uh, mm-hmm. How can you? I mean, can we get more games streamed or on television or or, or, th- or things like that? What's the next step for the league there? There, there's a lot of, of things going on right now that will change, you know, how we look and, and how we're consumed, you know, as soon as this upcoming season. So, you know, a lot of stuff that we, we want to announce as quickly as we can, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we, it's a little bit of chess when you're talking about, you know, new media rights and, and where we're going and, you know, having domestic partners and, and U.S. partners and international partners and, um, you know, that that is the, the next wave uh, of what we're doing and getting on, you know, your dedicated sports channels is, is important too. And, and, and CBC was excellent and they really helped us uh, a tremendous deal. And, and of course, we're, that door still open. So I, I think you will see a, a little different look uh, when 2023 tips off. And this is all part of, of, you know, continuing to attract fans to the arenas and then obviously at home as well. All right. Well, I look forward to that. I was hoping I'd get an announcement out of you live on the show. But I guess... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we'll save that for next time. Oh, we, we started with some fun stuff. I'll end with some fun stuff. Like I said, you've had a very uh, interesting and accomplished post-CFL playing career, you know, becoming the, the commissioner of a, of a pro sports league. 
Um, what do your former teammates uh, say to you when they're like, hey, Mike, what are you up to now? And you're like, oh, I'm just running a basketball league. <laughs> oh, they, they, most of them can't believe it. Like, you got to be kidding me. I get, you know, this is when I know that the, the boys really care is when they take the jabs at you every so often. But I, I got a lot of those guys that are very happy for me, but also have to slide in a little dig every now and again. So, uh, you know, several, I can't believe it. I never saw this coming. You know, a few of those here and there. But that's uh, that's great. Everybody's been very supportive. I'm very thankful and happy. And, and you know, being a commissioner, you don't get to be really happy often. So I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts, and we'll see what the future holds. <laughs> that, that's I often say that about people who are running a sports league. You, you, that, see, this is a, this is a fairly uh, positive interview, but sometimes people like you only get interviewed when something's yeah. wrong. So <laughs> yeah, that, that is correct. So I got to appreciate the good times. <laughs> hey, but no, I'm glad to see the CBL continue to thrive and continue to grow. We got a great franchise here in Edmonton. They've obviously won the championship a couple of times, so we're proud of that. And hey. Uh, if you're through Edmonton this summer, let's try to get you in studio for a segment or, or, or meet some somewhere, and maybe we can kind of do some extended chat and storytelling. Sound good? Uh, 100%. I will be there, and I'd be happy to do that. Not a problem. Right on. Thank you, Mike. Great. Have a great day, Reed. Mike Morreale checking in, the uh, commissioner uh, with a six-year extension for the Canadian Elite Basketball League. That league has done uh, really, really well. Good quality of play. Calgary joining, so we're going to have a rival with Edmonton. They're going to play each other four times during the uh, regular season, which goes through uh, May, June, and uh, July. So that is definitely a Canadian success story. All right, you're uh, welcome to chime in tonight. 780-496-0063, the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation and ceiling systems certainty pro all the way you can email inside sports at 630 ched.com and of course follow me on twitter at reed wilkins r-e-i-d-w-i-l-k-i-n-s back in a couple of minutes inside sports on ched this episode is brought to you by hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology they have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. Uh, Oilers and Blackhawks tomorrow on 6.30. Chet, 6.30 for the face-off show. The puck will drop at 8 tomorrow morning. At 9.30, the Elks this week with your host, Morley Scott. You'll hear part two of Morley's interview with Elks president and CEO, Victor Kui, who is happy to turn the page from 22 to 23. I'm excited that we have a team and an organization that is renewed with hope and excited about 2023. Everybody was realized that 22 we had to go through all these changes and now we're we're getting ready for, for, for 23. So I think in general, feeling quite optimistic about it. Also, Elks defensive back Aaron Grimes previews championship weekend in the NFL. The Elks this week with Morley Scott 
tomorrow morning, 9.30 a.m. on 6.30. Chet, always enjoy listening to that show. Uh, Oilers getting ready for the Blackhawks. Clem Costin has become a fan favorite ever since uh, he joined the Oilers earlier this season. So the Oilers had their photo day at Rogers Place last night so season seat holders could go in and get uh, pictures taken with uh, players. And Costin was asked after practice today, what's it like uh, seeing fans wear his jersey? It's been everything for me. So, like, like I said, uh, like for me, I think like for our group, like for our team, fans is uh, most important. Like people, they're like kind of yeah. We all the big team, big family. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really appreciated and really proud that I see the my jerseys there. All right, so. People going through getting their pictures taken last night, including apparently some riffraff uh, in the form of a Calgary Flames fan. And Costin refused to take the picture with the Flames fan. Can you take it yeah, I, to- like, I told him, like, I can't- <laughs> I'm not allowed to take a picture with the Calgary face. <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, this guy pretty funny. I don't know what it- what was the point like, to wear, like, Calgary, like, the Flames jersey. Uh, maybe he just wants some attention, but, yeah, it was, like, pretty funny, though. <laughs> yeah, what's the point, Cleve Costin? What's the point if you're wearing a Flames jersey? to an Oilers photo day. I guess he just wants some attention. So Costin was shutting that down. That's pretty funny. He's been a good addition. So has Vinny DeHarnay, the big defenseman. We've talked a lot about him. Great story. NHL debut at uh, 26. The Oilers 6-0-1 with DeHarnay in the lineup. And uh, he commented today on how he's learning each game. I try to learn from our team. I try to learn from other teams. Uh, defensemen, we played uh, Godbranson, uh, Plas game, tall, righty, more shut down D, hard to play against. So I'll, I'll, I try to, I try to be open. I try to be a sponge, and you know, I want to be in the game. But I'm trying to learn a lot every game, and uh, even watching video after games, I'll watch uh, the, the other team's PK and see what they do differently, what the righty does, and um, I'm just trying to, to get, uh, you know, little small details and I try to add them to my game and try, try, try to be as good as uh, as possible. Yeah, well, they aren't coming along, you know, still uh, still learning, but obviously enjoying it and, and soaking it in and trying to get better. Not sure how the Oilers are, are going to look tomorrow. Evander Kane uh, was back with the team today after uh, being at his uh, bankruptcy hearing. I don't think uh, it sounds like he's done. I don't think he's going to have to go back for that. So uh, we're not sure exactly uh, how they're going to line up. If they go 11-7, and seven, obviously, uh, then the forward's going to have to come out for Kane. Today, now, again, with the Oilers' lines, especially if they're 11-7, and seven, they change all the time. McDavid with Holloway and Hyman. Dreisaitl with Kane and Ryan. Interesting to see Derek Ryan up there, but he's played okay lately. Then that kind of reliable line of Nugent Hopkins with Costin and Yanmark, uh, McLeod, Fogle, and Puliarvi, James Hamlin on the ice as well. He's been scratched since he... Came. By the way, Devin Shore uh, scored an absolute beauty in the AHL for the Condors a few days ago. So uh, we'll see if they go back to 12-6 and 6 for tomorrow. Clearly, uh, Kane's going to play if uh, he's available. So he was back today. It'd be interesting if Holloway, like I'd love to see Holloway play more in the top six. I, I, I just think he's dogged on the puck. He's, he's physical. He's getting more comfortable being physical. 
um, I, I'd love to give him a chance to see if he can finish some opportunities if he's with a guy higher in the lineup. So, you know, maybe it will be McDavid, Holloway, and Hyman to start tomorrow. Kellen Kennedy back at the 6.30 Chet Broadcasting Compound. Kellen, how's your Friday going? Oh, it's a great Friday. It's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, getting everybody's stories on air and uh, out there today as part of the radio fun with the stallery and that stuff. And kudos to everybody for all the money that was raised. And that was awesome. It's it's. It's become one of my favorite days of the year, for sure. It's working this shit. It, it, so. it is an awesome day. Uh, we had uh, we pushed that total up. I think we almost got it to 1.8 million from where it was. So Ooh, that's that's, awesome. that's pretty cool. We appreciate everybody that pitched in today. Uh, quickly here, is there? I, I ask you this because you're the uh, aficionado. Is yes. there a big wrestling event tomorrow? Tomorrow night. Oh, the, you're right on top of that, eh? The Royal Rumble takes place from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. It's basically the floor is lava fight. So stay off the floor. Have they done the draw <laughs> for the order that the wrestlers are going to come in? That goes tomorrow afternoon. We will find out uh, as the match takes place who got what number. Go. Who's so who's gonna win? I mean, you already know who's gonna win, right? Like, there's, uh, some, there's a storyline that's been building for somebody. The women's rumble, I have no idea because there's been virtually no storyline on the men's side. It'll be probably either Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, or um, another person. I've heard of Brock Lesnar. I have not heard of what's his name, Cody Rhodes. Cold, uh, Cody Rhodes, yes. Oh yeah, good guy. 